0: Shalom, shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the Spirit. Hope you're doing good today. We just lift up the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you that, that we are called in accordance with your purpose. And the blessings of Sabbath are amazing. It's such a blessing that we can take time out, just pull ourselves aside to inquire, of if you're just joining in right now, I'd just like to encourage you to share this feed with others as we get ready just to spend a little bit of time in the scriptures. I hope that uh, you're doing well today. We just come against all assignments of the enemy over uh, this virus that is going around. And we just say, Father, we speak supernatural protection over our lives. We speak strength over our lives in Yeshua's name and we lift up your name that you may be glorified in everything that we do. Hallelujah. So we're just going to wait a couple of minutes before we get into the the word today Um, just for people to come in. Just let us know where you're watching from. If you're just signing in right now, just tell us where you're watching from. Um, It's great to see uh, people coming in from different parts of the world. Uh, We've got... Solomon, Joe, he is in uh, Portland, Oregon. Welcome. Good to see you. Shabbat shalom. Yes, a <laughs> full belly of challah. Yes, absolutely. Hallelujah. So just uh, just connect with us right now. Just share with others as we come in the scriptures, as we press in together to see the victory of Yeshua reigning within our lives. Isn't it great we can encourage each other? Isn't it great we can share in the Word? Um, just as we are getting things organized, I wonder if I can do this. How do I do this? Yeah, I just want to uh, show you uh, a slide just now. It's coming up right now. Um, we are pressing in. Uh, as you look at this slide, we're pressing in right now to use our ministry Center to bring transformation for those uh, involved in domestic uh, violence and abuse. And Father, we are just standing in the gap right now, proclaiming His word that this is time for us to come together and uh, make a difference and reach out to the brokenhearted. And uh, we're really going to hit on that tonight and just really pray through that. I've got Psalm 27, verse 5 there. It says, For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of the sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Psalm 27, verse 5. So we are standing uh, together just to proclaim the victory in Yeshua, that we can reach out to the brokenhearted. And that's part of what we're really going to press into today. Uh, We've got uh, Patrick showing up from Belgium. Welcome. Good to have you with us today. We've got Keith from Liverpool. Shabbat Shalom. Good to see you, brother. Yes. Hallelujah. So, you know, thank you, Father. Yeah. So, like I said, I just encourage you to share it. Uh, We will put a message out as well to our mailing list. You know, are you on our mailing list? You get our emails at bulldozerfaith.com. I'm just going to send you a link just as we're getting set up here. uh, So you can have a link uh, for our news updates. Um, Copy that there. I'm just going to drop that into the feed here. That's the link there that allows you to sign up for our news updates to find out what is happening I also encourage you to uh, uh, get the alert set up on Facebook and uh, YouTube so that you see when we come on as we discuss uh, you know each each time you know each each week you know we're not setting a time when we are coming on to broadcast, where tomorrow we will be doing 9 o'clock tomorrow evening. Um, We're going to have a time of questions and answers as well added to the the mix. So if you've got questions and answers, what do we want to do? We want you to email them. Kenny at Bulldozer Bulldozerfaith.com There we have that in the link. Email your questions. Uh, We've got Melinda from New York, welcome, good to see you, Shabbat Shalom. Uh, So you've got the email there, if you've got questions that you want us to talk about, questions and answers time tomorrow, we will go through that and we'll spend some time, uh, you know, answering questions and uh, that's going to be pretty cool, I love it, that's going to be awesome. So we'll try and have it organized and, you know, look, we're not going to be going into the 45th armpit here under the left arm of the Antichrist, that's not the type of stuff we want to look at in questions and answers. We want to look at genuine questions and answers that uh, help us understand the scriptures in our walk and how to live this life in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's the type of things that we want to do. All right, so let's just pray as we get started Um, And if you're just tuning in, again, just give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from. It's good. If you're watching this uh, after it's live, we welcome you. And we ask you just to give us feedback as well. We appreciate you joining with us. And uh, it's a blessing that we can stand together in the scriptures and be an encouragement so father we want to lift up your name right now we proclaim the victory in messiah that it's no longer i that live but it's yeshua the messiah Hamashiach, dwelling within me and we just release the power and the presence of yeshua in our lives we ask father for you to minister to us we ask father that as we speak forth in the word that you will just come alive within our hearts that you will bring healing and restoration and supernatural transformation to our hearts tonight we need you father we call on your name. And what we love about the, the Shabbat it is an appointment with you. And here in Israel, we're just at the end of Shabbat. The UK is probably at the end of Shabbat as well. But uh, we recognize that some people are still in their time of Shabbat. But uh, we just come together at this time of night to rejoice together. Hallelujah. So, Father... Just guide us as we go through your word, and uh, we just ask for your encouragement to minister to us in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So I want us to get to the place where we're really going to press in uh, in, and just look at how we stand in the gap for those that are in despair, that those who are broken hearted. We want to stand in the gap. And I want to encourage every one of us that as we come to the Scripture, you know, many of us have spent so much time where we get so focused on, you know, ourselves. What's God got for us? What's Jehovah saying to us? What's he speaking to us? And, you know, my heart is to wake up. Uh, a movement within the body of Messiah where we get so focused on ministering before the Father. You know, I love, uh, uh, you know, what scriptures? Well, any scripture. Let's go, to, you know, probably Romans chapter 1, um, as we will see in Many scriptures that Paul opens up in and other apostles open up in. But in Romans chapter 1, the very first verse, it says, Paul, a servant of Yeshua the Messiah. Paul, a servant of Yeshua the Messiah. We are called to be servants of the Most High. What does it mean? It means that we are called not to sit around the table delivering what our opinion is, but a servant delivers the, the, the viewpoint, not the opinion. He delivers the, the viewpoint of his master. And that's what we want to do as we come around the scriptures. Father, we want to deliver, you know, your heart into our lives. We don't want to just get together and say this is what we think. But we want the word of God to speak to us, to come alive. We want to release the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. We want to speak life into our lives. We want to speak your life, Father. You know, we have so many denominations and so many ideas, and it's okay to have diversity. Listen, we don't have to agree on everything, but can we come to the place where we're walking in unity? Some things are not uh, salvation issues, you know. Uh, Some thoughts might not be worked out in the hearts of others that you've worked out. And, you know, we've got to be patient with people. And also we have to understand that not everybody is called to go down the same vein, as you're called to go down. You know, we've got different callings, different personalities. Uh, You know, we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. So what we don't want to do as we get together, we don't want to uh, create a cloning system. Well, you know, this is what God's doing in my life and you've got to do it the way I'm doing it and that's that's how it's got to be. No, we don't want clones. We want people to be unique, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So as we are studying in the scriptures, we're seeking to understand Our identity in Messiah. Who are we in Messiah? Russell, great to see you there from Liverpool. And William from Florida, welcome. Great to see you. Hallelujah. So we we want to share the heart of the Father. And, you know, when we're looking at this cloning system, I want to address a couple of issues in this as well. You know, if you're coming into a Hebraic walk, getting back to the roots of, Of the faith. It doesn't mean we run about dressed up looking like Orthodox Jews. You know, we're not cloning to another system, but we want to walk in the freedom of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Welcome, Deborah from Texas. Good to see you. Shabbat shalom. Yeah. So, what do we want to do? We want to be unique in who the Father has called us to be. And this is what I love about walking together. You know, th- this is what we have when we're dealing with the Mishpacha, the family of Yehovah. Listen, my house, you know, there's only three of us in my house. It's me, Haley, and Hannah. Let me tell you something. I've got, you know, we're in a house of three leaders, Um, and we've got to allow space for each of us to function. You can't overload the other with how you function when we function very differently, but we are called to leadership. We minister in leadership capacity, so we have to create room for that. We've got to be um, uh, uh, patient with each other and how that flows, and we don't want to uh, uh, stifle the gifts and the callings on the life of another to to make them shape or or be shaped to how we think things have to be done, you know. Um, you know, we see just allowing children to function, allowing the creativity to flow within their lives, and that's the same as we come to discipleship and we come to the scriptures. You know, we've got Paul saying, "I'm a servant of Yeshua." The Messiah. I've come to bring his view, but he's coming from the perspective of how the Father has trained him. How is the Father bringing you? So don't lose your personality in who you are. You know, I'll never forget growing up. You know, there's this one guy Joe in Danuna in Scotland. Great guy, passionate, but you know, when he got saved, he just, you know, he, you know, all of a sudden he's like this preacher guy. Uh, and it was was just so unnatural the way that he wanted to deliver everything, the way that he wanted to say everything, the way that, that he responded. And you see people trying to take on this character of something they are not, thinking that it's going to be a lot easier for them to operate within this characteristic in the faith. And the reality is relax, you know. You know, you are who you are. Yes, we are being transformed with the renewing of our mind. But the blessing is that we get to be unique in him. So don't lose the originality of who we are in Messiah. So what we must do as we minister together, as we encourage each other, we want to encourage the gifts that the Father has given us to flow and function within our lives, but we don't want to stifle that uniqueness of who we are. Hallelujah. So we don't want to create clones. That's not what we're doing as we study in the Word. Morning, Esther in Australia. Great to have you with us. Yes, hallelujah. So, yeah, I've just got the chats up there. This is a a new system I've got. It's really pretty cool. It gives me all the chats for all the platforms at the same time. Um... A plug that I want to do just now as well, just uh, as we are moving on here in the scripture. I want to encourage people, if you're watching right now on my personal Facebook page, that's great. And I appreciate you being there, um, but I want to encourage people to connect through the ministry page and to like that page so that we can grow the community in that area so we don't get restrictions. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm not speaking to you about this right now. This is for people who are watching on Facebook Live. Um, So you know, just uh, connect with us on that section and that means that when you're sharing that with others, people have a greater ability to connect with us. You can send us direct messaging through that system and we get that too. Um, but you know, if you're on my personal Facebook page, that is okay. But I'm just saying, if you're sharing it, my preference is that we do our shares through the ministry platform uh, so that we can connect with more people and have a lot more interaction with those that connect with the ministry. Hallelujah. So, like the page, connect with that. That is awesome. So what are we talking about? For he will deliver the needy who cry out. Hallelujah. Yesterday, what were we saying yesterday? We're talking about the promises. We're talking about the great things the Father has for us and how we receive the gifts and the promises that the Father has for us. So we want to be people who speak out. The Word of Yahovah. Let's speak out the Word of God. And, and this morning, you know, when I got up, I love it. You know, early in the morning, even though I had a late night, I was still up so early, you know. But I did have a bit of a rest in the afternoon out on the sunshine, which was great. But I like to get up and get in the presence and speak the Word. Proclaim the Word. Hallelujah. Pretty much like we do here. So one of the scriptures that was really standing out to me, this morning, I want to share with, with you, it's in Psalm 72, and we're just going to read through it and uh, just enjoy this Psalm. Endow the King with your justice, O Elohim, verse 1 we're reading from, the Royal Son with your righteousness. He will judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice, and we want to speak for justice and that's what we're doing with this uh, dealing with domestic violence and, and reaching out to people within our community at such a time as this. This is such an important time that we can stand in the gap and help people, you know, get delivered from dangerous situations within their life and bring them to Yeshua the Messiah. Hallelujah. Verse 3 The mountains will bring prosperity to the people, the hills, the fruit of righteousness. He will defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. He will crush the oppressor. Hallelujah. This is what we're standing in the gap for, and this is what I've really been interceding for, and I'm getting ready to move into a a season of fasting to really stand in the gap. Why? Because we are coming against the assignments of the enemy who is oppressing and afflicting Those amongst us and we want to see people come to salvation, but there's also believers within the Mercianic community that are facing turmoil that are being afflicted and we want to speak salvation and deliverance to children of the needy as well. And we have a promise here that the father will crush the oppressor father. We ask you to crush the oppressor and bring deliverance to those who are bound today in Yeshua's name. We speak an open heaven over Caesarea here in Israel that as we reach out and minister, that we will see incredible transformation, that people will experience the healing power of Yeshua. Verse 5, he will endure as long as the sun as long as the moon through all generations. He will be like rain falling on a mowed field, like showers watering the earth. You know, what's the rain like falling on a mowed field? An interesting statement. When a field is mowed and then it starts to rain or you're watering, uh, you know, your grass, you know, you get all the different aromas coming forth, the freshness, the life of what we see uh, when you've just mowed Uh, the fields. That's what it smells like. It's pretty awesome. Um, You know, of course, we get plenty of rain in Scotland. Big shout out to all those in Scotland. If anyone's in Scotland watching, welcome tonight. You know, 300 days, it will rain on the west coast of Scotland. Hallelujah. Yeah. We're having a little bit of a Scottish summer in Israel right now. It's cool, but it's still in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. So where are we at? We are at verse 7. In... His days, the righteous will flourish, prosperity will abound till the moon is no more. Yes, Father, we thank you that as we align ourselves with righteousness, that that you will bless us, that we will flourish in the things that we do. And this is an important sign that when the world is looking at us. When they're seeing us, are they seeing the blessings of Yehovah that he lavishes upon us? And it's not just about what we are receiving. It's what do we do with the things that he gives us. Are we those that know how to make a difference with the resources that we have, or is our testimony that we are hoarders of everything that comes in? You know, we have got to be like the river. You know, the more that we pour out, the more that we give, the more we sow into the needs of others, the more the Father will pour into us. And that's what it truly means to walk in righteousness. It says prosperity will Abound abound till the moon is no more. Why? You know, what's it saying? You are always going to see a greater increase in prosperity in this place. Hallelujah. And we just proclaim that (coughs) over our lives, Father, that we will see the the, the righteous flourishing. We'll see prosperity abounding so we can make a difference in this generation. Verse 8, He will rule from sea to sea. And from the river to the ends of the earth, Um, the desert tribes will bow before him, and his enemies will lick the dust. The king of Tarshish uh, and of distant shores will bring tribute to him. The king of Sheba and Seba will present him gifts." The king will bow down to him, and all nations will serve him. For he will deliver the needy who cry out, the afflicted who have no one to help. Listen, what I love about the reason why God chooses Israel. What's the whole point of him choosing Israel? He says, I'm going to raise a people up through you, Abraham, for what purpose? So the nations of the world will see who you are. And they're not going to say, wow, look how incredible you are. But through our lives, what what is the world going to see? Look how incredible God is. We're called to be a reflection of who he is. And that's why the kings and that's why leaders of nations and and those in high uh, positions in in the nations will come to us because they will see the reflection of. Of who Yahovah is within our lives, we are called to ooze with Him. May the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua go forth from our lives, bringing transformation. Wow! And why are the nations uh, going to come and, and and bring blessings? It's because. Yehovah will deliver the needy who cry out, the afflicted who have no one to help. They're coming saying, I'm coming with my gifts. Why? I want some of that blessing that's on your life. I want some of, of that goodness and mercy that's fallen you. I want some of that. I want to be in connection, in relationship. And this is what gives us the opportunity to minister the truth of Messiah. This is the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. That people will see what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. And they're saying, you know what? I just want to have some of that. Wow. What you've got is so contagiously good. I want that goodness. I want that shalom, that peace that you're walking in. When I'm in a place of fear and terror, I can come and see that you operate in a peace. There's something different about who you are, that you are standing on the rock. And I want that security in my life. Father, make us attractive for salvation for those who, of the nations that as people watch that you know that, that we can encourage each other but also as people watch who we are that they will see who you are father hallelujah we lift up your name he will take pity on the weak and the needy and save the needy from death he will rescue them from oppression and violence for precious is their blood in his sight hallelujah so we proclaim Right now, who the characteristics of who God is. He is a God who cares for the broken hearted. He's a God who cares and defends the afflicted among the people. He's a God who will save and rescue the children who are needy. Uh, who are crushed by oppressors. We serve a God who brings supernatural deliverance. And what's your testimony today? Look what God has done in our lives. I am supernaturally transformed. I am not the same as I used to be. I was bound and lost in sin. I was separated from God. And to be in a place of separation from God, what does it mean? It means that you're you're trying to grab onto something to find meaning to find something that's going to fill that hole within your life. What is it? You know, you can have laughter, you can have entertainment, you can have all those different things. But still, when you have those times, those moments, you feel empty inside. You can try other religions, you can try, you know, other systems. But until you find out what it truly means to be born again of the Spirit and receive Yeshua the Messiah, there is nothing like it. And this is our testimony. You know, you might think, mm, as you're doing your, your little meditations. Wow, oh, you know, this is awesome in Buddhism and Hinduism and all that type of stuff. Listen, they are religions of confusion. You know, you might have moments where, you know, look, these religions tell you to empty your mind. Where, where as we walk in the faith according to the scriptures, it doesn't say empty your mind. It says, let your mind be filled with who he is. So you're not emptying your mind to try and feel peace and serenity. No, we come to the Messiah. We allow. Him, we say, fill our minds. We transform our minds. You know, we want to be full of You, and guess what? We get to function in the fullness of who He is. So it walks with us. It's not just in that moment where you got your legs crossed and you're emptying your mind, having your little five minutes, forty-five minutes, whatever. But you get to walk in Messiah. We get to walk in him. We we ask for the continuation of the filling of the Spirit, the overflowing of the Spirit, that he walks with us uh, through everything that we do and everywhere we go. Hallelujah. Verse 15, we're in Psalm 72, if you've just joined us. Hallelujah. Long may he live, may gold of Sheba be given him. May people ever pray for him and bless him all day long. Let grain abound throughout the land. On the top of the hills may it sway. Let its fruit flourish like Lebanon. Let it thrive like the grass of the field. May his name, the name of Yeshua, may his name, this is a a Mercianic Uh, Scripture that we're reading here, may his name endure forever. May it continue before the sun. Now, in some translations, it says, may it continue as long as the sun. And I know we read in the previous version, uh, uh, not the version, but we read in verse 5, as long as the sun, as long as the moon. But the translation of verse 17, the literal translation says, let his name be forever. His name continue before the sun and let them bless uh themselves in him let all the nations call him blessed hallelujah and let them bless themselves in him. We are blessed in Yeshua the Messiah. Hallelujah. I don't know what that does for you, but I tell you what, that is encouraging for me. I love to walk in the presence of a mighty God. All nations will be blessed through him, and they will be called blessed. Hallelujah. Praise be to Yehovah Elohim, the God of Israel. Who alone does marvelous deeds? That's why we've got to be grafted in to the Commonwealth of Israel. We're not joining modern-day Zionism. So some people are confused, thinking, you know, you look at what's going on in the land of Israel and all the lawlessness and the things that's taken place here. Listen, that's not the biblical model that we are joining when we are born again of the Spirit. If you're Jewish and you come to faith in Messiah, you're coming into the fullness of what it truly means to be Israel in accordance with the renewed covenant in Jeremiah chapter 31. This is a covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah that we are coming together as one. So as Jewish, you don't lose your Jewishness You're moving into a completeness of who you are. But the reality is this. If you are not in Messiah, you do not have a covenant with God just because you're Jewish. And that's what Judaism teaches. You know, you're Jewish. You know, don't worry about your, your, you know, you're special. You're more special than other people. You are God's chosen people. God's chosen people are those who are in covenant with him. So it doesn't mean because you're circumcised that you're God's chosen people. Yes, we will pray for you. We will minister the love of Yeshua to you. But you look at the book of Acts. It was the Jewish people who were being born again of the Spirit. They were coming to the Messiah. Hallelujah. You need to receive Yeshua the Messiah, and that will allow you to be Truly Jewish, you know, because just being Jewish in the flesh, circumcised in the flesh, that's not salvation. That's not where your salvation comes from. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory that's what we spoke on the other day, the prophetic word that we delivered um, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, however long it was. We're talking about the glory of God uh, filling the earth. We're saying, Father, let the power of God manifest. In the land of Israel, I believe this is the hour for the outpouring of His Spirit in the land of Israel tonight. We're just seeing the announcements where the government is releasing a lot of the regulations and sent to the work floors. It is time for for us partially to get back to work. If you're over 67, still stay at home, still stay in the lockdown. But if you're under 67, it's time to get back to work. The government is now sent to employers. It's your responsibility to look after your workforce, and this is how it should be. You know, it's not dictator, government-run system. Let the employers create uh, the space so that people can use their own equipment and work and work together, and we can start to see the economy going. So great news what's happening here in the land, but we ask for his glory to be released in this land. And the reason why we are pressing in and praying for what's happening here in Israel, because I believe that as the Holy Spirit pours out here in the land of Israel, it will make such a supernatural difference in the nation. Hallelujah. So that's what we want to stand on today. The whole hour filled with the glory of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. This concludes the prayers of David's son of Jesse. Solomon praying this prayer. Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. In Psalm 34, you know, we, we read some of this the other day. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Yes, we take refuge in We. We press into you because we want to see the uniqueness of who the Father has called us flowing within our lives. You know, we we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are so special in the presence of God. You know, look in the mirror and start speaking the scriptures over your life and say, I am a blessed child of the Most High God. I am born of the Spirit. I'm a new creation. The old is gone. I'm not looking at who I used to be in the flesh. I'm looking at who the Father is transforming me into, that I am becoming in the image of of Messiah, hallelujah, oh, exciting, so what What do we want to do, taste and see the Lord is good, blessed is the man who takes refuge in him, don't allow yourself to be um, shaped by the world system, you know, Romans chapter 12, come on, let's get there, we've got to keep these things before us, we've got to keep them before us, as we proclaim the scriptures together. We encourage each other to stand. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, because of his mercy, because of what he has done for you, you are you, you are incredible. You are transformed. You're born again of the Spirit. You're a new creation. Just look. Look in, the, look in the mirror. You are an amazing individual, and God loves you so much. You are special. So in view of his mercy... Because of what he's done. Father, as we look in the mirror, as we look at who we are, you might not be sitting in front of a mirror right now, but as we look at who we are We offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim, as our spiritual act of worship. We're not going to look at the past anymore. Next time the devil reminds you of your past, you remind him of his future. He will be cast into the lake of fire. We're not living in the past. Where are we? We're standing on the rock of Messiah, and we're saying, Father, I want to be transformed into your image. I want the uniqueness of who you have. Created me to be to flow, hallelujah, so that we can be the body, that we can be the Mishpaha, the family of Yahovah. Thank you, Father. Present your body as a holy, uh, as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. It's a spiritual act of worship. Don't conform any longer to the patterns of the world. Listen, this is so serious. Why? What is media? Uh, seeking to do what's the spirit of entertainment trying to do it's trying to choke you it's trying to get you so worn out that you don't become everything that the father has called you to be you know what does it say on on this the scripture where it deals with the word of god uh, falling on the different soils You, you know falling on the good soil Falling on the the rough ground, you know, where the birds are coming to steal the rocky ground, uh, in the weeds and the thistles, you know, it sprouts up. Yeah, hallelujah. I'm so blessed to be in God. And then here comes all the cares of the world choking you up. But let's cultivate our hearts. This is something that we have to do. We have to cultivate our hearts. How much do you love the Messiah? You know, I'm challenging every every one of our lives. Do you love me? This is what Yeshua says. Do you love me? Obey my commands. Oh, you know, well, this, that's not how I see it. That's not what it means to me. You know what? We just talk, talked about Romans chapter 1. Paul says, I'm a servant of Yeshua the Messiah. What does it mean? It's not about my opinion. It's not about my view. It is all about my master's opinion in his view. So if you find yourself every time, you know, you're talking with others and you find that your conversation is filled with, well, you know, that's not what it means to me. Listen, if you're going to learn something new, you have to know how to let go of something that you thought was truth. Because the only way to walk in the new is to let go of something. Because when, when revelation comes, when, when the new comes, how soft and supple is your heart? Just think about how you witness to people and share your testimony with people. You know, what type of opposition do we see when we're sharing our faith? You know, what things do you, you see? You see the resistance of how the enemy is trying to stop people from hearing the word. That's why we pray, Father, give us ears to hear. Open up our ears, open up our eyes, soften our hearts. We don't just want the word to be in our head. Let it drop into our hearts. Let it drop. And tonight, this is my prayer that we will walk in the spirit, that we will receive the word of God, that we will recognize, you know what? We're not coming uh, around together to try and say, well, you know, I just want to try and get around people who are like me, you know. We, we don't want cloning to take place, but we want to encourage the uniqueness, the creative uh, elements of who God has made us. You know, let them flourish. You know, I'll never forget the time, you know, in my youth. I'm I'm young and I'm on fire and I'm in the presence of God and 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 people are like, you know, shut up. Why why have you always gotta be talking about Jesus? Why have you always gotta be sharing about Yeshua? And I I remember one time, you know, I'm like, man, maybe I speak too much, you know. I'm just so passionate trying to get this message out there, trying to share with people and and you know i was recognizing that some are are, are like offended they're, they're like offended like you know why because they're convicted they're they're not uh, jumping up on fire and they're like they they're like getting upset that i'm out there doing this because it's embarrassing for them on their walk but listen we you know we need to be an encouragement but i remember coming to the father and i'm like god you know, why don't I just shut up? You know, why why have I just got to keep talking, keep sharing, and, and every opportunity trying to minister, trying to speak forth your word. Why don't I just shut up? And, you know, I heard very clearly what the Holy Spirit said to me, and this is in my youth when he's shaping me, when he's shaping me into the image of God and who he's called me to be. He says, no, I never created you to shut up. I'm going to give you the right words to say. If you just will stay in my presence, you'll stay in my presence. This is why we can broadcast every day. Why can we do it? Because I can't shut up you know why don't you shut up why because I'm filled with the Holy Spirit he's bubbling over why I'm spending my days and my time in his presence and in the flow of the spirit and he keeps pouring in and if I don't get it out and share it and minister to others you know that flow is going to stop and man I tell you I want to see I want to see my cup filled and overflowing and and the life's changed and the miracles and the transformation so I said to the father why don't I just shut up and he said listen I never made you to shut up I'm just going to give you the right words to say I'm just going to put my words within your mouth and that just that that really impacted my life you know that took away insecurity I started to realize okay well it's okay to talk it's okay why because I'm not Talking about me, and if people listen to think, Oh, you know, you're just always talking about yourself. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about life in the spirit. I'm talking about the Messiah, the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about His word. I'm boasting in the Lord. Hallelujah. We are called to boast in the Lord. Why? When we are speaking forth the joy of the Lord and the great things that He has done, what does it do in the lives of others? It allows them to catch the fire of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. So, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him lack nothing. So, don't respond to what man is saying. We're not going to respond to what man is saying. What are we doing? We are not conforming any longer to the patterns of this world. You know, we're not looking to um, uh, satanic channels to bring forth our blessing like many people do in the music industry, many people do in the movie industry. You know, how many, uh, in, you know, great uh, singers or actors say, I sold my soul to the devil, and they're not joking. You know, everyone's like, ah, ha, ha, you know, that's quite funny. No, they, they're talking the truth. That's exactly what they have done. They've compromised, sold their soul to the devil. What's the Father saying to us? Don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We have got to walk in the truth of the knowledge of Yehovah. We don't ever have to be in a place where we're not sure of God's will. Unless, of course, we're growing in this, okay? If this is new stuff to you, I'm not condemning you with what I'm saying. I'm saying if you want to get to the place where you know how to test and approve His will, what does it mean to test and approve? It means that we become skilled in walking in the Spirit, in being led by the Holy Spirit. Who is the Ruach HaKodesh? The Holy Spirit is our teacher and our counselor. And, th- you know, this is so important. If God gives you a word, don't go and try to get it confirmed from another man. No, you get it confirmed in the presence of God. When he speaks to you, you have it confirmed in his presence. Then you declare it to man. You know, you're not coming to, you know, they might come along and say, I have a witness with that. It, it, you know, if you are speaking the declaration and people have a problem with it, then you take that back to the word. Is this right? Have you ever been in a position where someone says they have a word from God and it goes against what God's spoken to you? So what are you going to do? Well, if someone's saying, oh, this is serious. This happened to me just the other week. You know, someone came up to me and says, you know, God's given me this word and I'm shaking in my boots. I'm shaking in my bones. I just feel the fear of God all over me. This is the word that God has 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 given me for you. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, this is a conflicting word to what the Holy Spirit has revealed in my life. So what are we going to do with that word? Well, you take it back to the word and you know do you know the voice of god if you are if you don't know the voice of god you know you know if someone's coming along telling you this is the word of god yeah you know it's not witnessing with your spirit then you follow god uh, you don't have to you don't have to be in condemnation of what man is trying to put on you. This is what happened so much within the prophetic movement. And uh, you know, Derek Prince, Bob Mumford, all these guys in the early days of the Heavy Shepherding movement. You know, oh you had a word and, you know, you know, you, you went to these leaders in the Heavy Shepherding movement and you said, Look, this is what I think God is saying to me. I've got to marry this person. Is this right? And They'll they'll tell you the answers. Oh no, God hasn't told you to marry this person, but God's given me a word. You're going to marry this one, and you're like, well, I, I didn't know that. And there's you trying to be obedient to these heavy shepherding leaders, and you end up compromising your calling, your faith, your walk, and and you walk into misery, <laughs> uh, you know, and brokenness. Because you've just been led into what they want for you, not what God wants for you. So we've got to be people who know the word of God, that our confidence is built in him. So I want you to be confident tonight in him. For he will deliver the needy who cry out. Who will deliver? God will deliver. So you have needs. You're in a place where you need understanding. Don't rely on man bringing forth those words. Yeah, look, it's okay. You know, it's like Paul said, he went up to Jerusalem to meet with James and the elders and the brothers in Jerusalem to see if we're on the same page. He didn't go up there to say, uh, you know, I'm insecure. I just need you to confirm that what I'm doing is a word from God. That is not what happened in Paul's life. He knew exactly what he was called to do. He was not shaking in his boots. He wasn't concerned about it. We have got to know who we are. So when the Holy Spirit's directing us and speaking in our lives, we can walk in the confidence of God. Listen, you don't go to your accountant and ask them how to uh, grow your business. You know why? Because an accountant, they want to deal with, you know, the facts and figures and the numbers, and they don't want to give you advice that is taking you out of the box in your growth model. No, they want to give you what is safe. So if you rely on your accountant, how to build your business, guess what? You're just going to walk in this mediocre line of safety in this little world. Well, it's the same if you get a word, you don't go to those who operate in the gift of pastoral uh Um, uh, positions who are who are teachers and shepherds you don't go to them and say well what do you think this is the vision God's given me what do you think well you know I just think you're a little out there on this and you're a little out there on that listen we are not called to be heavy shepherd you know if you go to shepherds you go and you share what the father is saying why discipleship is training people to walk and know the Holy Spirit Discipleship is not training them to be conformed to a denomination, to be conformed or cloned into the mindset of how a specific fellowship operates no we should be moving in the diversity of the spirit this is what the father is saying tonight and i know this is ministering to someone tonight this is this is a word of the father for someone tonight we don't want to be conformed to the patterns of this world but we are transformed by the renewing of our mind then you'll be able to go a shepherd and he'll be able to approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will that's not what it says in my bible (laughs) <laughs> Amen. Yeah, we've got some people coming on there from Texas. Good to see you. Uh, Wilson. Um, is it uh, Wilson? Welcome. We've got Sandy coming in. Hallelujah. We've got Rick Poole. Hey, Rick. Good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Hallelujah. We've got Joseph joining us. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so, what are we looking at tonight? We're looking at getting to that place where we are growing in the Messiah. And this is everything of what we're doing. This is why we are broadcasting every day. What's the purpose of us broadcasting every day? I want you to master the art of what it truly means to walk in devotion before Yehovah. You know, so that you can be confident, know the will of God, walk in the will of God. That, you know, there might be things the Father calls us to do together and let's walk together. Yes, guess what? We are a mission agency and we are just about to unroll how we are going to be equipping you, those that want to be equipped in outreach and mission. Because we can come together and do an equipping right here online so that you can be effective in your community, so you can reach out in your community, so we can have prayer support in how we are ministering The gospel and how we're being effective for the kingdom right where you are. And guess what? Praise, Yehovah, hallelujah. There'll be times where, as living stones, we can come together in doing outreach. We can come together and minister. Hallelujah. Guess what? This coronavirus is not going to shut the world down. Right? This is a spirit of fear that's coming to put pressure on the world. We are not at the you know opening up the final seals in Revelation. Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead. Your salvation is neither now when you first be- believed. Why? Because when I study in the Torah of the restoration of Israel and what he does, I see the function of the economy of the kingdom and the economies of the nations. They're still functioning. You know, what did we read in uh, in the psalm we just read? We talked about nations, what you know, kings, uh, you know, uh, of different nations. They're coming to present gifts before the kings. Effectively, what we're talking about, we're not just talking about coming before Solomon, but we're talking about coming before Yeshua, the Messiah, coming and bringing gifts. This is not Millennial Kingdom. There's economies functioning. So listen, we're not going to see the whole collapse of the economy. You know, I appreciate you gathering your gold and your silver in your safes and your homes and all of that and getting all your ammo and all your guns and all your positions ready in case the government's going to mess with you. But, you know, let's face the facts here. We are going to taste and see that Yahweh is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. We will see seed time and harvest. We will see the seasons of how things operate all the way through this time. Hallelujah. Yes, I know there's a day coming when the mark of the beast and those things are coming forth. Listen, I know the enemy would like to force in this false end time system right now. That's what the enemy wants to do. When Yeshua came, there was all these other messiahs rising up, saying, "I'm the Messiah. Come follow me." And had a whole bunch of disciples around them. You know, some of you might not know that. You might think, well, you know, when Yeshua. You know, when he walked the earth and it was proclaimed that Yeshua of Nazareth is the Messiah. Wow, this is new. He's the first person that that we are recognizing. No, there was so many of them. And even after Yeshua, you, you know, you have many people that say, oh, look, here's the Messiah. No, over here is the Messiah. This is the Mashiach. That's the Mashiach. False angels of light. And concerning the end time. Angels of light. Coming trying to confuse the body of Messiah. So it gets you in the wrong time frame. In the wrong time frame. we're, We're seeing disasters increase. Yes we are living in the end times. Of course we are. But can we get to the place where we see what? Where we see biblical order. Because prophecy will be fulfilled. And you know. Maybe someone wants to ask some questions on this tomorrow, but, you know, let me just put this out there that if you look at modern-day Zionism and the timetable of modern-day Zionism and you try to apply that to the biblical timetable, you will be off by a mile because modern-day Zionism is an angel of light. You know, and this is what the enemy does. He wants to bring things into being to establish it in his way. That's why, you know, Hasatan, Satan, and the temptations of Yeshua. Just bow down, worship me. It's okay. I will give you all of these things. I have them all. You know, you don't have to go die. You don't have to pay the price. You don't have to deal with the the marriage. Uh, You don't have to deal with any of that. Just bow down, worship me. I'll give you the kingdoms of the world. You don't have to suffer This is what the enemy wants to do. And what is he doing in the area of end times? He's trying to get things out of sync. Listen, I've studied end time prophecy for over 30 years. Let me tell you something. It can almost ruin your life. You know, in the 70s and 80s and 90s. You know, look look at the book Storm Warnings that... Billy Graham wrote, he even got into doing some things on Revelation and the End Times. And he talked about all of the statistics how we couldn't even get to the year 2000, that the whole world couldn't even function, the economies of the world would collapse, so there wouldn't be enough food, there wouldn't be enough water. Hello, it's 2020, and we're all still here. How did that happen? You know, but guess what? you got a revision of that book. You've now got the second edition, the third edition. I don't know what edition they're on right. Storm Warnings. Go on uh, Amazon. Try and find one of the first copies of it into the 90s. You know, I studied all of these patterns, all of these things of these end-time prophets, these end-time teachers. I looked at the fear-mongering and all the stuff that they did, and I never saw them bringing the prophetic understanding of the scripture, all they did was got everything concerning the end and the millennial and they just stuffed it down your throat. But there is a thread that goes from Genesis to Revelation. There is prophecy that needs to be fulfilled. My word will not come back void. It will accomplish that for which it has been sent. So I just want to say, open up your eyes, wake up. Don't get caught out and all of this stuff. Oh, we're about to go into martial law. We're about to get the, the mark of the beast. They're going to start injecting us with, with special liquid that's going to grow in our arms. And it's going to be our identity. It's going to tell uh, all the governments or or the the one world government if we've had our vaccinations and all this different stuff. Oh, I'm full of fear. Listen, we're not there. That's not where we're at. Oh, brother, I don't agree. Well, that's Okay. You don't have to agree. You know, I'm just I'm just sharing with you what the Father's revealed to me. You know, I believe that the prophet's job is to bring alignment, bring people back into the alignment of the word. And I'm prophesying this, I'm speaking this. Listen, I am not getting off it until you see until you see Jeremiah chapter 16 in action. That's when we no longer talk about the first exodus because the second exodus is so incredible. And listen, I was right there in the early 90s working with the ExoBus Project, bringing the Jews. This is when we're bringing the Russian Jews and Ukrainian Jews um, back to Israel. We're talking over a million, a million plus people coming back at that time. You know, you're, you're talking about this huge volume of people, people leaving from all over the world coming back to Israel in the 90s. Man, the Christian church put, you know, tens of millions of dollars in getting the Jews home. But let me tell you something. What was their agenda? Why were they doing it? They were doing it because they thought, get the Jews back to the land, and then we get the rapture and we get out of here. It it, it, It wasn't just because they loved and cared for the Jews. Yes, you know, I'm not saying they didn't have a heart, for Jewish people. Yes, but what I'm saying is we've been lied to on the interpretation of the scripture. Thank you, Father, for bringing the Jewish people back to the land of Israel. I'm standing on that. That's a blessing. But thank you, Father, you will bring the whole house of Israel back. Because this second exodus is not just about Judah coming home. It's the whole house of Israel. So when we see these highways rising up, when we see these doors opening up, when the entire world is witnessing this exodus that's supernatural and transforming. And listen, let me tell you, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, you know, if you had been watching CNN back in the day, or the CNN equivalent, you know, all the couriers, the news couriers from the different nations, you know, why do you think when they got to Jericho and the people are freaked out? Wow, we're freaked out. Here comes Israel, you know? with their God, and they're coming to take possession of the land. Oh, you know, we don't have any gods that are bigger than their God. We fear for our own lives. We are not going to make it. They were in fear at how powerful God was. The known world knew exactly the testimony of who God was. That's why Moses said, after the golden calf, and they're like, oh, you know, step aside, Moses. Why? Because they are under the blood, they have entered into marriage. The whole house of Israel is married to devafe to the Messiah. Step aside, Moses. They have broken the covenant with the golden calf. The sentence is death. I'm going to wipe them all out, and I'll start with you. And what did Moses say? He said, wait a second. No, 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 no. I don't want you starting with me. You know... <laughs> You're going to have to work this out. What will the nations think if you just wipe the people out? Why? Because everybody is talking about this great exodus. And that's how it's going to be with this second exodus, the full exodus. It's not going to be Donald Trump with the deal of the century. It's not going to be any other world leader trying to work out how the Palestinians and the Jews... (laughs) Palestinians... uh, The so-called propaganda Palestinians and the Jews get along together and how we're going to divide the land so we can all live here together. No, we are going to see the promises concerning Abraham. The whole land deal will come in. Before the millennial kingdom, before the end, we will see the full land deal established, the whole house of Israel returning, the blessings and favor of God manifesting to such a level that the entire world will move into a dimension where they won't even think of war for a season because of the glory of God covering the earth. And that's what we read in the scripture, you know, this was the prayer of Solomon. and This is prophecy. What does it say? It says uh, in verse 19 of Psalm 72, Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled With his glory. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. There's many scriptures that talk about that. The the prophetic word. You know, just do a Google search on uh, the earth being filled with his glory. And just look in Isaiah. Look in the Psalms. Look in Proverbs. Look in Ezekiel. uh, Jeremiah. There's so many places. Revelation. The whole earth will be filled with his glory. Hallelujah. The testimony of God will be seen by all mankind, and man will not have an excuse. Well, I didn't get an opportunity to receive God? No, man will be without excuse because of the outpouring of who he is. But yes, as Satan rules in this earth, many people will be blinded, and they won't accept him. But the Father will make a way so that they have the choice to choose life. And even as the household of Israel... You've got a choice, you know. Or oh, you're in covenant with, with God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's great, but you need to do what? Choose life. If you don't choose life, if you choose cursing versus blessing, it, you know, if you walk away from that which is life, you will be scattered and sent out from the land. That's what it says. So we proclaim the victory in Messiah, Hallelujah. Taste and see the Lord as good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good things. So we just release the, the provision, the blessings of God. And it's not just about material things. Spiritually, Father, build us up right now. Hallelujah. Build us up. We ask that we don't lack any good thing. Because because of what? What do we do? Those who seek the Lord. Yehovah, I seek you with all of my face. I set my face like a flint before you. I need you. I need the fullness of who you are dwelling within my life. Hallelujah. Verse 17, look, the whole the whole of this chapter is amazing. The whole Bible is amazing. You know, what are we going to do is spend the next 75 million years and not sleep just reading the scriptures. But, you know, let's just hit on the points of what the Holy Spirit is saying. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ear is attentive to their cry. Verse 15, uh, verse 17, the righteous cry out, And Yahovah hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Hallelujah. I just proclaim right now, troubles go in Yeshua's name. It's time for us to walk in the fullness of God, to bring his power, his glory to this generation. Hallelujah. We proclaim that we are walking in the fullness of God, that we will not lack anything. Oh, we're receiving gifts today. We're receiving promises today. Just take them. You know, just reach out and say, Father, I'm taking hold of that today. I want to walk. I want to taste and see that you are good. Oh, you are amazing. I want my taste buds going crazy over the things of the Spirit that you are revealing to me. Hallelujah. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Verse 18 of Psalm 34 and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Father, we call out. For the broken hearted. We call out for those in tough places right now. And we just speak supernatural deliverance. What are you facing right now? What are you going through? Father, pour out your spirit. Father, over the land of Israel, we call out for the broken hearted. There's people practicing religion and they're not walking in relationship with the Messiah. Open their eyes today. May the revelation of the Holy Spirit come to them today. We say to the broken hearted that God saves His salvation is here. Those who are crushed in spirit. How many times does the enemy want to push you down and say, You can't achieve anything? Who do you think you are to rise up? Who do you think you are? You're not qualified. Listen, we are not qualified. It is His qualification dwelling within us. Yeshua worked through my life. I lay my life down. I present my body as what? A living sacrifice holy and pleasing to Yahovah. It's our spiritual act of worship. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you, I'm getting more blessed right now than I was even this morning. Hallelujah. A righteous man may have many troubles. Oh, don't be discouraged just because you've got troubles. Why? Because there's battles all around us. There's troubles all around us. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is not to be trouble-free. It's to have what? But the Lord delivers him from all of them to have confidence in your God, no matter what troubles you face. Listen, don't worry about tomorrow. Why? Because tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. So let's talk about the troubles today. (laughs) Hey, what are we speaking over the troubles today? (laughs) We speak deliverance in Yahovah. Hallelujah. God, you deliver me. We receive the deliverance of God. What does he do? He doesn't deliver you from a trouble. One trouble at a time, sweet Jesus. No, 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 no. That's not what it says. The righteous man may have many troubles. Let me tell you something. I've had people in leadership call me up and say, Kenny Russell, you know, uh, all the things you go through, all the troubles that you face, all the assignments and the attacks and the things you go through – Maybe there's something not right within your life. Maybe that's why you're facing all these troubles. I'm like, man, are you reading the Bible or are you reading a comic magazine? What are you reading? What <laughs> A righteous man may have many troubles. It's okay. Listen, if you've got troubles all around, the question is, do you have the solution When you call on his name, stop trying to work it all out yourself. Yes, of course, if you're on the front line, guess what? You're going to be under a lot more fire than if you're working in the kitchen back in base. If you're out on the mission field on the front line, expect trouble. Expect it on a daily level. Hallelujah. The righteous man may have... Many troubles. So, okay, don't be discouraged just because you got troubles piling up in today. Don't worry about tomorrow, just today. <laughs> and it's Shabbat for some of you right now, so guess what? You don't even need to worry about troubles today. It's Sabbath. You cast your care on him and you rest. This is the day of the deliverance. You get more troubles delivered on a Shabbat if you honor the Lord of the Sabbath. You will see more... <laughs> Troubles dealt with by honoring the Lord of the Sabbath. Hallelujah. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Oh, wow. What's this talking about? Here we are declaring a Mercianic scripture. He protects all his bones. You know, there's a famous preacher at one of the biggest up-and-coming fellowships during their Easter service. He talked about how Yeshua's bones were smashed and broken. I'm like, goodness me, what Bible are you reading? He protects all his bones. Not one of his bones will be broken. And we have that protection over our life as well. He protects his bones. Not one will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. Jehovah redeems his what? Servants No one will be condemned who takes refuge in him. Hallelujah. What did we talk about earlier? Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Yeshua the Messiah. What does Yahovah say in 22 of Psalm 34? The Lord redeems his servants. Those who are walking with the word of God, those who are working in the calling, fulfilling what? The kingdom purposes. No one will be condemned who take refuge in him. Hallelujah. He will fight our battles. That's right. So, Father, we thank you that we have victory in you. And Father, we stand in the gap right now. And I thank you for all the people who are giving right now, making donations towards what we are doing, the crisis that we are uh, responding to here in the land of Israel. Thank you for your giving. And we just ask you, keep supporting The work. So, you know, we need more people to give on a monthly basis, no matter what the amount is. Why? Because all those monthly amounts help us to put the right staffing in that we need. It covers the overhead of operations. These are very critical times. But we also need those one-time donations just to bring the resources in so that we can open up this shelter, this home of refuge to start taking in the brokenhearted and those that are crushed in spirit. Hallelujah. That they can come to a place of safety. So Father, we want to thank you for the day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the encouragement that you have given to our lives today. We worship you. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. If you want to get behind us, go to bulldozerfaith.com. If you want to uh, uh, plant a seed uh, or give towards Bulldozer Faith, I'm just going to post the link here where you can do that in your currency no matter where you are in the in in the nations we just encourage you uh, to stand with us i really appreciate those who are sacrificially giving at this time so that we can get the the you know the seed in place to launch this work my prayer is that within the next 7 to 14 days we can start receiving people into the center father do a mighty work Pour out the provision, bring in the resources that's needed so that we can get things where they need to be, so that we can start receiving the broken hearted and those who are crushed in spirit. Hallelujah. So listen, if you're still in uh in a part of the world where you're in Shabbat, have a blessed Shabbat. For those in Australia, those in the UK, those in Israel and Europe, then uh Shavua Tov. Have a great week. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. Isn't it blessing that we can spend time today? I know there's many of you come on every day. I'm really impressed, pretty impressed on the amount of people who get on every day. That's awesome. But, you know, if you can't make it every day, don't feel condemned. Just join us when you can. And uh, go back and listen to the words at a time that suits you as well. But um, tomorrow at 9 o'clock Israel time, So work that out uh, on your uh, uh, timetable, wherever you are in the world. Nine o'clock tomorrow, we're going to minister and share. We're setting a time tomorrow. Hallelujah. Why? Because we're going to have a time of question and answer added in there. I want you to send your questions. Uh, You know, look, we'll do questions on the spur as well. But... uh, but the reason um, you can email some of the questions in, so that we can just have things to get started and and start moving uh, with questions and answers during that time as well. So you know, if you've got if you've got things you're trying to work out, you can't really understand, or you've got questions about walking in the uh, in the ways of the Holy Spirit, and you know, let let's let's have questions answers about living the life. Okay, if there's some key things you're struggling with then let's talk about it. Hopefully, I can give you some sort of an answer. If I don't know the answer, I'll tell you. I have no idea. But um, let's just uh, have a, a good time together as we as we uh, get together tomorrow. So looking forward to that. So be blessed and encouraged. And don't forget to share this message in your social media. Send it to people on Messenger, you know. Uh, email, get the, the link from YouTube, Email this out to people and just encourage people, connect with us. And uh, let's look at creative ways on how we put funds together for missions so we can be effective in taking the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. Because Bulldozer Faith's focus is to be a mission agency. It's not about—you don't tune into a teaching ministry that just comes on to teach and raises resources just to keep our teaching center open. That is not why we are here We are here to equip the body for action, and we're here to go. We're here to apply what we teach and go and win the lost and make a difference. Hallelujah. So anyway, I'll let you go. Thanks for uh, stopping by and being with me tonight. I love and appreciate every one of you. I'll go back and look at the messages. Uh, Rye, good to see you there in Illinois. Welcome. Um, Let's have a look. Is there anything that we need to... uh, We've got Melinda there. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Uh, glad you've been blessed uh, with the message here tonight. Thank you, Father. We've got over. We've got Tia there in New Jersey. Great to see you. Yeah, empty us of ourselves and increase your spirit in us because we can do all things you require through Yeshua. Hallelujah. Amen uh we've got cheryl there uh so true thank you kenny uh, not sure where you are cheryl give us a shout out where you're watching from maybe you said before um but thanks for joining with us um, we've got vicky in there hallelujah just stumbled upon you. You are speaking truth. Praise Jehovah She's on YouTube. Great to have you join us. You know, what a blessing. It's amazing what the Father does, how he connects the body together. What are we? We are living stones. And that's what I love about, you know, is coming together and being an encouragement, is that we can be an encouragement to each other. All right. So I'm going to sign off right now. So think about some questions. Email them to me. We've got Lola there as well, South Dakota. Welcome, good to see you. Thanks for joining tonight. I'm going to sign off now and uh, uh, love and appreciate you and see you all tomorrow. Okay.